This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Into the happy hour we go. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. With you till 6 o'clock. Astros, excuse me, yeah. Yeah, no, Astros are losing, right? Yeah, Astros will have one last shot here in the top of the ninth to try to get this game even at four. Rangers Three outs away from taking a 3-2 series lead going back to a place where Houston has not played well. Home. They're home. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think it's just one of those weird things. I I really do. There's really not a good explanation for being 22 games over 500 on the road. And Did they play 500 baseball? I think they were under 500 at home. Under 500 at home. Yeah. Uh, It's not a park where you can... Have a ton. I mean, it's short porches to left and right. I mean, it's really what you would want for a home field, but for whatever the way, reason, they haven't played well. Sorry. By the way, something I found interesting, and I don't know the answer to this, the Phillies won 90 games this year. The Astros and Rangers also won 90 games this year. So if the Phillies get to the World Series, they'll play either the Astros or the Rangers. Who will have the home field advantage? Because all three teams have 90 wins. I'm sure there's a tiebreaker that they, I don't well, they, know the they answer def- to. They definitely but... had to play each other this yeah, year. Right. So, so whoever I mean, won that series maybe will it's the that. home field. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that works. I didn't realize. I mean, that just goes again. All got the same record. 90 wins. That's it. Be, there's going, it's, guaranteed, it's not guaranteed. Unless but, the Diamondbacks win it with 84 <laughs> wins. Right, there's going to be. The World Series champ this year will have 90, 90 wins. wins. That's wow. it. Yeah. Uh, and Padre news, uh, really no Padre news, just more conversational piece. Uh, Xander Bogarts, Dennis Lynn in The Athletic wrote about the Padres possibly asking him to move off a shortstop. Uh, it'll be a conversation that I'm sure is either being had or will be had at, at spring training. But the thought is, at least from the articles with, that was written today, that the brass believes the best infield version looks like Machado at third, Kim at short, Cronenworth at second, and perhaps Xander Bogarts at first. Now, he doesn't seem um, all that enthralled with going to first base. He seems um, a little more open to second yeah, or center. Doesn't want to be close to the dugout where the bench is. <laughs> right. That's what Xander said. I love that. But... I, I don't like this. I, I like the fact that somebody might be thinking about it, but yeah. I don't think you need to tinker with it. I think Bogarts is a good enough shortstop, and Cronenworth was so good at first base, I didn't want to take him off of there. 
you know, I'm sure Bogarts could figure out how to play first base because he's a good enough athlete. But I just don't see the reason for it. It just makes seems unsensible to me. I mean, look, I, I agree with that. I think the moment he falls below average, then you might have to have that conversation. But I, I just think Jake is such a gifted defender, really, wherever you put him, mm-hmm. that it may not look the same if Xander moves to first base. Like, is is – as you said earlier, when we when we talked about this in the beginning of the show, it it may take some time. Do you, do you want to? Do you need to have time given up to for him to figure out how to play yep. first base at a high level? Yeah. The I, other I, thing is, and we mentioned this earlier as well, but with Manny coming back from surgery, probably going to be a moot point for yeah. the first few weeks at least of the season. Because I, I would think if Manny's ready, he'll be DHing. Kim will be at third. Bogarts will have to play short anyway, unless you're going to really go crazy and bring Fernando in from the outfield. And I, I just, it just seems like an unnecessary thing. You don't need it. It's almost like you're bringing up things that that you're 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 creating a problem that you don't necessarily right. have, and you're creating point. an excuse for there to be a time lag. Yeah, you know, in terms of everybody getting it together, it's it's fun fodder. Padres worry about fixing the pitching staff and fixing the karma for this franchise. We need better karma next year. That's my thing on that. Yeah, and that's not to even mention, because this was also mentioned, Arco, that Fernando still wants to play shortstop. Yeah. And so, you know. Put them all at shortstop. <laughs> I just, did find it interesting. I, I don't know when he said this, but in Dennis Lynn's article, he mentioned that Fernando said he likes playing right field at Petco Park. He said he can make more plays in right field because it's a lot. It's bigger than center field at Petco. It is. It is. And, and, and you know, quite frankly, when you watch the couple starts that Fernando had in center versus what it looked like in right, not the same guy. Now, that's not to say if you kept throwing him out there that that wouldn't change, but... To me, watching him, it was clear. Like right field, just jived with him better. He more was more instinctual there. He's probably gonna win a Gold Glove there. He probably likely will win an old yeah. glove, Gold Glove there. So, so. And, and you know, the, the thought was put him in center. He's such a great athlete, and he is all of those things. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a good center fielder. What yeah. I saw in right was really natural. He like, looked comfortable he, there. He, he never did. looked comfortable in center field. Never. Never. And and I think that's what he's speaking to right there is right. his comfort level in right field. So uh, certainly something to, to keep your eye on uh, as we get closer and closer to that point. Now, in this ball game, the Astros got the first two runners on. Remember, LeClerc came in to finish the inning for in Chapman the in the eighth. Yeah, now that's- he's put the first two on in the ninth, a uh, base hit and a walk. And he has to deal with... Jose Altuve, who's hit nine career home runs in this ballpark. Not to mention all the dudes that come up after him, including Jordan Alvarez. uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, the Astros are loaded here, down by two, but they got the tying runs on. Altuve just golfed one to deep left. Oh, and he got it. A three-run home run. I want to change my uh, opinion. Altuve will be in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, this, this speaks to what you talked about at the very beginning of the show. The Astros have the better bowl, the deeper bullpen, and having to bring LeClerc in in the eighth, even if it was just for one batter, right? Having to go sit down, get back up, yeah, 
He's run into problems. Hasn't gotten out in the ninth, and the, the, the Astros all of a sudden have a one-run lead. Yeah, Altuve, who's having a marvelous series. He's on his way homer, to an MVP in his... Puts the Astros ahead 5-4. to four. They're still batting in the top of the ninth. What a Wowzers. moment that is for Altuve, who's had a ton of moments. That's his 26th career postseason home run, by the way, which moves him within two or three of Manny Ramirez's all-time record. So really, I should maybe rethink my... Altuve for the Hall of Fame. Oh, now, now all of a sudden, one gets run up high and in on Dubon, and oh, things are uh, getting a little testy. If he hits Dubon, then uh, you see all, all, you see all the guys loose. on the Astros bench are on high alert right now. Yeah. Uh oh, did Dubon <laughs> just click one too? No, he's almost short. deep of the warning. See, this track. is this is what I I love about playoff baseball is just the tension is so thick right and anything that these guys do is going to make each other mad i mean that ball barely got out but it was enough verlanders verlanders going more nuts than on that altuve run if you you'll see i'm sure you guys will see the clips after he was pulled out of the game john boy has already got him lined up with his uh his lip reading (laughs) he wasn't very easy on himself as he came out so i'm sure he's ecstatic that you know, it's not his three-run homer that he gave up that will, you know, at least cost them the ball game because they now have the lead. So I'll tell you one thing: baseball gets pretty good in October. It gets great. I mean, in October. this is really too bad that we're not part of it this year. And this is what we said. Yeah. You know, it was a struggle all year for the Padres. It didn't work out. And then you get to October and you see games like this, and you say, "God, I wish our team could be a part of it. We're good yeah. enough to be a part of it." Absolutely. This. I mean, how much better were the Rangers and Astros than the Padres? I don't know. The Padres swept the Rangers during the regular season, made them look bad. Uh, you know, eight games different in the standings probably comes down to that two and twelve extra inning record. Really, with the Padres missed the playoffs by two games. Yeah, I mean the yeah. Astros and Rangers are not that much better, if at all, better than the Padres. Well, the Astros, you got to give them a nod on the Padres because of the postseason I, success they've had. It, but it, it it goes back to the consistency of those teams that got in. Some of them were more consistent than the Padres were. Even the Diamondbacks with eighty four wins. Right. You know they they had a longer run of good baseball yeah. than the Padres did this season. That goes for every single one of the teams that um, got in. Padres didn't deserve to be in. It's just a matter of how close they really were. I mean, the run differential of 104 and just the fact they what they couldn't put a winning streak together until September. If my man if my man in <laughs> left field happened. if my man in left field for the Rangers didn't have Scraby's hops he might have caught well, that ball. Wait, you don't know how high he can jump. No, I, I can imagine though, and that I can. That I, was like barely sticking a credit card under his shoes. That's how high my man know, left got up. Hey, back in the day, I could grab rim. Couldn't dunk, but I could grab rim. Yeah, yeah. and you also could play squash. <laughs> Chris is just mad he couldn't grab rim. I can't, but I'm not going to. I'm going to lie to people and I'm say that lying. I could. I'm not yeah, lying. I've no. definitely grabbed rim before. I couldn't dunk. I think you're lying. I and, told you or, this. Or you're talking about like an eight-foot hoop. One no, of the two. I told you because my dad played college basketball. Yeah, yeah, we know your dad played college he basketball. He makes fun of me because I couldn't dunk at six feet tall, and he could dunk at six feet tall. So. I don't think too many people that are six feet tall can touch the rim. You don't think so? No, yeah, I don't. I would agree with I'm that. I'm six feet tall. I can't even get barely close to the rim. Never could. With those calves? 
You do have some great calves, Chris. I must say. Yes, that. but they weigh me down <laughs> <laughs> when so, I jump. So if the mafia ever whacked you, they wouldn't need to put you in the cement shoes. His calves would take, <laughs> Just you, down. take you down. <laughs> I would sink in there either way. <laughs> All right, let's get to break. When we come back, Chris's fantabulous game show. I look to continue my reign over Matthew Scraby. Here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Texas, bottom of the ninth inning. Rangers have two on with one out. The Astros took a lead on Haltuve's three-run homer in the top of the ninth. Terrific ball game, 5-4. Astros trying to hang on. Corey Seager's at the plate for Texas, so they got a guy up there they want. Keep we, it up to date. We might have a, a, a bubbling rivalry right here. This is this is where these two teams. This is where it starts in the playoffs and. The way these two teams are going back and forth right now, this is setting up to be a epic series. Yeah, the uh, game included a, a bench-clearing incident in the eighth inning, and then uh, Altuve's big shot in the ninth inning. Seager just flied to the warning track in center field, you and the runner did not advance to third. Kidding me. Wow. All right, so two outs, two on. And it'll. Uh, it's not going to be Adelise Garcia coming up because he was ejected from the game. What in for the, the world? Uh, bench clearing incident? That's a that's a that's, that's a bad base running right yeah. there. Dude's on the warning track in center field. You got to tag the third right there. Wild pitch ties the game. Yeah, Bruce Bochy's given a kind of a perplexed look from the dugout. It's going to be up to the rookie, Eric hmm. Garver, or not Garver? Uh, what's his name? Mitch. No, not Mitch Garver. It's the rookie. Uh, Carver. Batting in the third oh, it's Carter. spot. Carter. Carter. Yeah. yeah. Evan Carter. He'll, he'll be coming up here for Texas with two on and two out. All right. So with that as a backdrop, we turn our attention now to some fun. Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show, where Scraby and Tony compete for fabulous gifts and prizes, and you can play alongside as these go head-to-head 
and face to face and guess for guess. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't about? know. Let's go. <laughs> hey, all you beautiful people out there. It's time to play one of our favorite games of the week. All right. We, we like, like to call, call it. it. Ooh, I'm going to go. Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, see how many you can guess correctly here. The guys will take their shots at it. I'm going to give you the category in just a minute. There's going to be 20 correct answers oh, today. My First goodness. person to 10 will win. But if you uh, miss a question or miss a guess, then you get a strike and three strikes and you're out. Scrape, let me get a sheet of paper, brother. Nope. <laughs> Scrape is not going to help you out. I thought I thought that you uh, have your your fancy iPad. Uh, I guess I can use I my notes. Right no, here. no, that's all right. No, I don't no, want no, your no. stupid paper. I just keep your paper. No, I don't want you. Here, see right, everybody here, else yeah. nice enough. He's going to crumple it up as soon as I give it to him. He just did. He just did. He just did. He Rangers and Astros shot. have nothing on Scraby versus Gwyn <laughs> when it comes to the Fantabulous Sports Game Show. All right, I'm going to give you uh, the category here, uh, Scraby. Well, I'll give you the category. Normally, it's a sports category. You guys have run through all the sports categories, so we're taking a day off on sports, but I know you're going to enjoy this one. So Scraby does have a chance. He does. This is something that you guys all like just as much as sports, and that is food. More specifically, fast food. Today's list, the top 20 most popular fast food restaurants in America. Top 20? Top 20. You got to guess something in the top 20. There's All a right. lot more than 20 fast food no, restaurants I know, I in know, America. I know, I know, I know, Astros I know. get the strikeout and win the game 5-4 to four in Texas. Oh, you know, they talking big trash right yeah. now. Yeah, so the Astros go up three games to two. Now let's see who's going to win this game. Scrape, you want to go first? Sure, I will go first. And All right, take... name a top 20 fast food establishment in the uh, United uh, States of America. How are we determining their top 20? Uh, by... Highest grossing, ranked by revenue. Okay. Fast revenue. food chains, All right. All right. ranked by revenue. Word I'm going to take the biggest, baddest fast food chain out there and say McDonald's. McDonald's is number one. $40.4 billion Oof, per year. Man. That's ridiculous. For hamburgers. Not only that, McDonald's is $19 billion ahead of second place. Wow. Hey, <laughs> it 19, is a how joke. much? Billion? Billion with a billion B. Billion with a B. second place. You know, the McDonald's isn't in the burger business. They're in the real estate business, Chris. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You, didn't, you never Thank heard you, that Ray before? Kroc. You never heard that before? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> But that's funny. Because they like to own all the land of their restaurants, so they have a bunch of land around. It's more real estate. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Thank you, Scrooge, for that. More useless information. <laughs> all right, Tony, your turn to guess one of the top 20 by revenue fast food chains in the United States. How about the BK? Mm. Burger King. Burger King. Yeah. That'll, uh, that'll uh, pull in in fifth place. I like their songs. With $10.3 billion. You know, One-fourth of what McDonald's earns. Scraby, we're playing a game. I know. Do you want to <laughs> sing the Burger King song, or do you want to play the Fantabulous BK, Sports Game Show? Have it your way. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to go with Taco Bell. Taco Bell comes Taco in at number Bell. four. All right. All so right. you guys have got number one, number four, and number five on the first three guesses. Taco Bell, $11 billion, ranks fourth. And Scraby takes a 2-1 lead. Remember, first to 10 wins or three strikeouts loses. 
Tony Gwynn Jr., you're looking for a top 20 fast food chain ranked by revenue. Let's go with my old friend, Wendy. Your old friend, Wendy. <laughs> I love Wendy's. Wendy's comes in at seventh place, $9.9 oh, wow. It's not like any of these places are going to be hurting. No. Uh, that ties it at two. You haven't mentioned one that hasn't started with a B yet. All of them are in the billion. Yes. Oh, yeah, in fact, they all will be. They all will be. Wow. Yeah, the 20th ranked one is at $3.5 billion. Jeez. So, yes. That's crazy. Yeah, that's 20th, but we're not I to that why, yet. I wonder why we're the most unhealthy country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in France, the probably the winner has like 100000 or something, you know? Now, right. I'm going to say this next one, Chris, but you're going to have to, because it's kind of the same thing. But uh, don't I'm gonna, you dare. I'm going to say don't the bigger you dare. one. I'm going to say Hardee's. You're going to say Hardee's? It's only yeah. bigger on the East Coast. That's fine. Hardee's is a good guess, but it's not correct. Uh, Wait, if it, no, Hardee's and in, in the other Yes, restaurant. I know exactly what you're guessing. Hardee's ranked, Hardee's ranked 21st. 24th. 24th. Hang with them, player. Hardee's is a hang with them. I see that Hardee's not everywhere. a top 20. Uh, Hardee's is the same as Carl's Jr. Yes, it is. But it's not a top 20 fast food establishment. Thank you for wow. guessing that, Scrape. In the wow. United States you of America. You were about to. I was. 24th place. I that can't will, believe Carl's uh, Jr.'s not. That it's not. I know. I can't I don't believe know what it. I to tell you. <laughs> so it's two to two. <laughs> I've spent 20... enough money to put them in the billions of Hardee's. Yeah, well, they're at $2.1 billion, so it's not like they're hurting. They just didn't make the top 20. Tony, name one that did. Ooh, this starts getting a little tough. How about in and out in and out Burger. Mm, I thought about it. Uh, in and out would be wonderful, but it's uh, yeah. way down the list at number 33 Man. <laughs> with $1.0 billion. So in and out made only a uh, billion. Just a cool billion. Just, just a cool, cool bill. bill. Uh, story in the paper today, they didn't out celebrating its 75th anniversary this year. Nice for them. So good for them. But uh, all right. Remember, these are all fast food chains. Um, I think my I, fast food bag is a little deeper than yours. I'm going to give you a little. I'm, I'm not. Trying to give you a hint here, but way just, more than you. it's not all burgers, of course, guys. Of course, it's fast food chains. Okay, you guys have been yeah. guessing. The I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh-huh. That's why I'm bringing it. I'm up. I'm going to go to like two, what, two. Go ahead, Scrape. I'm going to go to what was once, I think, the biggest behind McDonald's franchise in the world, and that would be Subway. Subway is sixth. Ten yeah. point. Yeah. Subway yeah. considered fast dollar. food, huh? Yeah, Subway's Subway fast food is doesn't have to have a drive-through. No. Uh, no, it doesn't. I, I, you know, it's really hard. I mean, it just says quick service restaurants in the United States. So I think that is the best way I can describe some of these. Uh, okay. Right. They're going to be tough, but they're all, I think I consider all of these fast food. You know, you, there might be a couple of arguments at the very end of this, but <laughs> it's, nation, it's nationwide. Keep that in mind. And uh, Tony, you're down three two. Both guys have a strike. How about Panda Express? Oh, Panda wow. Express was an interesting guess. One. Coming in at seventeen. Ooh, got wow. him just in there. Just in the uh, under the wire at three point eight billion dollars. I contribute to Panda Express every time I go to the airport. My I kids don't do. know why. My kids love Panda Express. I think it's like a great airport food for some reason. After that, nothing. Um uh, <laughs> What do you mean? I mean, after is, is it only if it's in the yeah, airport. Yeah, I don't it's go outside to Panda Express like uh, just in a general course of the day. But at the airport, for some reason, they always seem to have one, and I indulge. All right, three, three, one strike apiece. Plenty of correct answers left. Fourteen of the twenty, as a matter of fact. I get nervous because I'm about Scraby. to get strike two if I get one wrong, and so it makes me a little nervous. But I'm going to say a very uh, used to be a good friend of the show, Sonic. 
Sonic, oh man. They're everywhere in this country. You know how I love Sonic, Scraby. I'd be so disappointed if they weren't on the list. But they are. They are at third, <laughs> at uh, let me do fourteenth. Okay. Four point seven billion dollars for Sonic. Scraby pulls into the lead four to Dang three. It. That's a good one, Scraby. Ah, Sonic thank you, thank you. is a correct answer. I told right, you. Tony, you're down by one. Your bag is pretty deep there. My, no, my Scraby's bag is deep. Yeah, it was Scraby. I'm gonna step out on a limb here. Oh wow. Uh oh. Don't get hurt. Yeah, I might. Carvers. Who? No, that's bad. Yeah, Carvers. Um, I did see them here, but they're not, not in the top, the top 20. 20. No. Wow. There's a Culver's. That's what I meant to oh, say. Oh, is that what Culver's. you meant? Yeah. Uh, Culver's is 26th. So Still outside way, the top 20. Good. I had that written down, and now you're it's either. off the list. It's off the list. Culver's did not quite make it at uh, $1.7 billion for Culver's. Cool, Bill. Cool, Bill. All right, that's two strikes for Tony. Um, wow. I'll be honest with you. I thought you guys would get a few more of these. Just wait. But uh, so far, <laughs> Scraby's got a bunch of guests. you got left. a few loaded up here. Go ahead. What a burger. What a burger. Oh, what a burger. Oh, what, a burger. what a burger. What a burger. What a burger. What a Wow. for you. What a burger not on the list. Okay. All right. I will never 20. entertain anyone that says what a burger is the best fast food chain in the country if they can't even make the top 20 of this. They're not list. in the top 20. You guys, uh, I, I, I don't want to lead you into anything, but I think you need to expand a little expand bit. Expand a little okay, bit. I, got I think you one. guys are being a little bit too burger friendly. I got one. Oh, I, think it's, yeah. I think it's costing oh, you right no. now. I got one. All right, All right. Tony needs one to stay alive. I do. Otherwise, the game's over. How about Domino's? Domino's Dang Pizza. It! Number nine. Yeah, $7.1 billion. Domino's way up there. Kuwait Bill. So it is 4-4, four, four, and uh, I'm going to tell you what we're at now. There's 12 left. You're missing number two, wow. number three, number eight, and number ten, and then a bunch of them in the second ten. So, uh, But uh, Domino's, you're starting to stretch your thinking a little bit. But it's 4-4, four, four, two strikes apiece. The game could end at any moment. Scraby, your turn. If this is not on the list, I... I'm quitting. You're quitting what? Well, you'll be done, right? This is your third strike. I am your third, but quitting he's, he's quitting the job. This game. Oh. I mean, no. Oh. <laughs> I was I was really excited for a moment. I thought I thought maybe you okay, go ahead. Who are you going with? Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. They gotta be on the here. The Hut! The Hut. Twelfth. Oh, Five point okay. four billion dollars. Pizza Hut is in there. And Scraby stays alive. It is in fact, Scraby takes the lead. Five to four, and uh, both of you guys are playing without a net right now because oh, you yeah. both have two this strikes. Could be it right Scary. Here. This could correct? be it. Oh, I'm. You know what, Scraby? I didn't tell you. Whataburger came in at twenty second. Oh, two point six billion. Point back or something. <laughs> no, I was hoping that was the case. <laughs> I just see saw, my face. It was like <gasps> I, I just saw them on the list. They're slightly ahead of Hardee's, but not in the top twenty. I'm sorry to everybody on the stream. I see you're commenting. I cannot look at it, or else I will. Oh be yeah, there. he will Are be there, cheating. Oh, yeah. They're trying to give you some. No, I, I can't look at it. Yeah, don't look at that. I forgot we have the streaming now. Oh, All right, Tony, man. you need to stay alive here. You oh, need a fast food just establishment. Came just came to me, Scraby. What? Chick Fil A. Oh, that was my next one. Number three, Chick-fil-A, $11.1 billion. Number three. Yeah, Chick-fil-A closed on Sundays. So if they weren't closed on Sundays, where would they be? Could be number one. Could be number one. Well, there's still $30 billion behind McDonald's. That's true. That's true. You said we're missing number two? You're missing number two. I think I I know what it is. I don't think... 
Wait. I, I don't want to give clues. Don't give clues then. Especially I, I just won't give turn. clues. Give clues. No clues. Uh, you're missing number two, number eight, number 10, 11, 13, 15, and then a, bu- a few more. When I was so. living at Colorado State, this is not on the list, but Blackjack Pizza was very good. Yeah, nobody, Blackjack nobody Pizza. Knows but nobody I'm going to go with that one. Papa John's. Papa oh, John's. I can't stand you. Papa John's. If that's on here, you uh, take a 6-5 lead. If it's not... It has to be. They have the Peyton Manning over? behind it. They have Shaq behind it. Game's over. What? It's not on the list. Ah! <laughs> no Papa John's. That is strike They fell three. off when my man was... Uh... Yeah. Making making all kinds of ridiculous Papa comments, John? Papa John. I don't know where Pop Papa Murphy's is at seven hundred and forty eight oh million. Gosh, Papa Murphy's is like Papa something. Murphy's. What's That's that? not on the list though. Seven hundred forty eight no, million. That it's a take and bake. Like they make the raw pizza in front of you. You take it home. You put it in the oven. Tony, do you want to guess one other other one? Even though even though the, with the game's over, right? The I game won. is over. Okay. You've won, but oh I think to make it gosh. official, it's five five. I think you should have to get one more just for. Fun. Oh, so the game's not over. Yeah, you know, kind of. Depends it's on how not you, want over, everybody. you want to accept victory, but I think you should have to lock it up with one here. I'm Otherwise, all, it's a I tie like today. Really out of guesses. You're out at of this, them. Huh? I have like point. five written down, but I thought I Papa John's shocked. was easily. I am shocked, in there. Tony Gwynn Jr., because I know what you like, and you're leaving out a couple of places that I know you like a lot. So oh, I'm very I, surprised. I, it just hit me, dude. All right, let's see if Tony can guess one. We what do, get to I, what do, I, anyway. what do I come in here a lot with? The uh, kebab shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, this one stumped you guys a little bit today. A little more than I thought it would. I, I thought you guys would be all You know, over I would have thought these. this would have been better, too. I thought you guys would have done more with this. I can't. Um, I'm just crazy chicken. No. Here we Crazy go. Starbucks chicken. is number two. Okay, oh, Starbucks. Said, I thought about it, but it, coffee is not fast food. Yeah, but they have a. It's a quick food establishment. All right, and can I give you number one? two? Yeah. What do you got? KFC. KFC is oh, on the list. We uh, missed out on the. Kentucky. Here's another one you missed. Dunkin' Donuts, which again oh, I don't think wow. you would have thought Krispy of. Krispy Kreme. But they're eighth. Panera Bread Ooh, is really? 10th. I would have never, never guessed, that. guessed that. Chipotle is 11th. Oh, I had Chipotle. I didn't have, uh, I, I'm tripping. What about Jersey Mike's? No. KFC is 13th. Arby's is 15th. Oh. I had Arby's too. Arby's. Number 16, Little Caesars. Oh, wow. And Dairy Queen? 18, Dairy Queen. Wow. 19, this is one that I Wiener know Tony Snitchell? gets, Popeye's. Chicken. I've never. Well, and number, I had it way you, back. You Louisiana yeah. chicken and number twenty. Jack in the Jack box. in the Crack. See, the reason I didn't Crack. say Jack in the Box is because it's normally not everywhere. Yes, it is. Well, Jack in the Box is everywhere. There's your list of the hey, top twenty fast one. food chains. I don't like in America. the the stream. I don't like you, random ham. This the the one category you think Scravy would have it had it in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Not very nice. <laughs> Scravy came up a little short, but I think everybody came up a little short in this one today. I That's literally a tough, have a you know I, I, I when you said fast food, I'm thinking drive through. That's part of I what, what kind of was the hard part. I and, I, and I didn't know how to give clues that would include Starbucks because I would have never guessed you Starbucks said either. Coffee. Well, okay, <laughs> that would have been kind of obvious. All right, uh, we'll uh, we'll get our final break of the day. Come back, wrap up our uh, Friday edition of Gwyn. And Chris, as Tony dances away the night on 97.3 The Fan. <laughs> 541 on the clock. 
Last segment of the week, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, Mark Ziegler joined us earlier to talk some Aztec basketball as well as the, what are we calling them? The, what was it? The set, San, Diego uh, San Diego FC. And their new revealed colors, shield, leaked all all of which. Uh, we had that interview for you guys a little bit earlier before we get to it. Here's some traffic. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. I'm not going to lie. At first, I, I didn't like it. Then, you know, the more I've looked at it, the more it's grown on me a little bit. What jumps out to me, Mark, is that they're going to be able to sell a whole bunch of different color jerseys with this with this logo, at least of how it looks right now. There's a bunch of different colors represented uh, how do you feel about the logo in itself? Well, I never wanted to ask. You know, I, like when the Loyal came out with theirs, I really didn't like it personally. And now I've come to really like it. Uh, and I think it, it just, uh, these things grow on you. And again, it's a crest. It's yeah. a logo. It's not going to be that big on the jersey. The jerseys themselves are going to be, you know, the main attraction there. And like you pointed out, you, you picked up on something I think is really um smart is that uh modern day teams yeah. don't just have two colors and have a home jersey and an away jersey they have like 50 jerseys <laughs> right. and even even in you know in europe where soccer is very much tied to tradition uh and goes back you know 100 over 100 years um even those teams in the, in the premier league will have okay they'll have their main home jersey they might change a little bit you know color on the sleeve or something but their road jersey and then their alternate kid or their Sunday jersey or whatever you want to call it is a different color every year. Yeah. I mean, last year Arsenal's was like this pink and white thing. This year is blue and blue and yellow, you know? Um, and then they might have a green jersey or a, a magenta jersey. I mean, it's it just, and it's all for marketing. It's all to sell jerseys. Yeah. Um, and that's what it's all about. And so they were very smart to put, you know, three or four colors besides the chrome and azul in that logo and so they can just go in so many different directions. And so I think that would be the big thing for people is when they see jerseys. We're not going to see jerseys today. Uh, that'll be down the road. I kind of like it. I, I actually like the uh, logo. I, yeah. I, I'm probably in the deep minority here. A lot of people think it's too plain. Uh, it's a soccer ball. It tells me what I need to know, the name of the team. I like the 18 interlocking lines to form the soccer ball. Uh, that represents the 18 cities in our county. Uh, I don't hate that idea, uh, so I think it'll grow on people. But, Mark, the one thing that won't grow on me is the San Diego FC name. And I know that that's what everybody goes by in soccer world, FC Barcelona, you know, this, that, and the other, FC DC United. Everybody's got an FC. I think it would have been better off if they had chosen a nickname. And I, I, you know, they obviously don't, and they just fall in line with the rest of the league. But to me, this is some this is a missed opportunity. I would have tried to tried to do something like that. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't. I think we'll eventually see a nickname, um, but uh, in soccer, it's just very traditional not to have one. And mm. so, like when you go into, if you go to England, um, you know, the birthplace of the sport, there are there are nicknames but they developed organically. The club didn't say we are going to be the seagulls or we're going to be the toffees or we're going to be the cherries. <laughs> it just, it developed organically through the fans uh, and over a number of years. And I think that's their plan. I don't think they're uh, completely against nicknames. I think they just wanted to, to grow organically. 
Um, you know, and I was starting to think about things like, you know, what do you call the fan section? Well, maybe they'll call it, you know, they'll call themselves the zoo because uh, the San Diego Zoo, and that would be a very organic uh, and representative name. You know, one thing I would have done with the name, though, that someone pointed out, and I, I wish I could take credit for it, which I think would have been brilliant. Some some teams go by FC, some go by SC Soccer Club, and yeah. some go by AFC, uh, where, where that's Athletic Football Club or whatever. Um, but it would have been cool. You could have gone by AFC, and there's a lot of clubs named that. San Diego AFC, and then that would double for America's Finest City. It would have a very personal meaning to a lot of people. Mm. Ah. And if there was a missed opportunity, I thought that might have been it. I mean, I thought that would have been really cool. The soccer snobs would have been okay with AFC. <laughs> and then, you know, we heathens could be just – could say, look, it, it represents America's Finest City to us. And how many people would wear an AFC across their chest in this city? Pretty good, no. Mark Ziegler. Pretty good. Well, I'm not taking full credit for it. I'm just going to popularize it or publicize it. Talking some uh, MLS right now with Mark Ziegler. Mark, let's slip, flip, let's flip over to the hardwood. And uh, I noticed was it maybe last week the Aztecs were able to bag two centers. Uh, this was a spot that was a little bit thin, but bringing two guys in. What's, what's your take on these two young men that are going to be Aztecs? Well, one of them, uh, Farrell Compton, is a big time recruit, and, and I was, try, you know, try, I was talking to some of the coaches about the last time they got a guy who was this highly rated. Uh, Jeremy Hemsley was really highly rated a few years ago, and they really don't mean anything. I mean, they've gotten guys who were completely off the radar and turned into incredible players, so it doesn't mean anything. But if if you listen to the the recruiting experts, they are in love with Farrell Compton. He's six eight from Las Vegas. He can move and too. He just, yeah, he plays with this motor that I, I mean, I, you just don't see at any level. And it's and it's what it is about him is it's contagious. Uh, and the, the way I kind of compare him to is Draymond Green. Not yeah. not in necessarily all parts of his game, but you know, Draymond Green's one of those guys that you don't want to play against. You want him on your team. Yeah, he goes over the line a few times, and I'm not saying Pharaoh does that, but he plays so hard and with such intensity. Uh, your team's just, it just elevates everyone around him. And so that's what I'm really excited to see about him. He's not a great shooter. He is developing a mid-range shot, and he's become a lot better, but he dunks everything. Uh, he rebounds everything. He runs the floor. He flies around the court. And he's going to be some somebody that, that fans are really excited to see, and I fully expect him to play as a freshman. I think he's going to be ready, has the body, has the athleticism, and he's just got that freakish uh, wingspan that San Diego State has had in the past. I mean, a 7-3 wingspan on a 6-8 frame um, allows you to do so much and play so much bigger than you are uh, while being a smaller body that can move. So uh, that's exciting for them. The other guy, uh, David Majak, who's almost certainly, I think, will redshirt next year, is a 7-footer from South Sudan who's now in the States, has barely been playing basketball, but he's 7 feet and has really good hands, really good feet, really mobile, uh, and great timing and coordination, and he blocks everything. But it's going to take a while to put weight on him, yeah. to teach him the finer points of the game. But in two years, some people told me he has a chance to be, you know, the next great shot blocker on, on their roster. And, they, and, you know, they're going to miss that this year because they don't have one. Aztecs basketball gets underway uh, Monday night, November 6th. 
That's uh, creeping up on us. I mean, it's only a couple of weeks away. Cal State Fullerton will come to Viejas Arena. I'm excited about the non-conference schedule, Mark. Uh, You know, I think all of us are kind of used to the teams in the Mountain West. We missed, you know, barely missed out on the chance to go Pac-12 or do something different. So, you know, we'll we'll go see New Mexico and Boise State and all the rest of them. But when you've got a non-conference schedule that includes St. Mary's and Cal and Stanford and Gonzaga, and I know they're not all here in San Diego, but plenty of opportunities for the Aztecs to get high. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as their profile has has increased nationally, they've just taken advantage of the, of the you know the chance to get games and get a lot of them. Uh, they maybe got too many of them this year, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it, we'll see how it goes. But you know, Gonzaga has taken the same approach. They play anybody, anywhere, anytime, and their their non conference schedule is even tougher some years. I mean, last year was crazy the types of teams they were playing, uh, and San Diego State. You know they're not going to duck anyone, and 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 it just makes them better in the long run. I think they feel like they have such a good profile now that they're going to get the benefit of the doubt from the selection committee on selection, even if they have a few more losses than usual, um, just because of who they played and who they are and what they've done now in the tournament. So that's kind of a little bit of a safety net and allows you to go out there. I think some coaches are so paranoid, like, yeah. oh, if I lose this game, I'm not making it. But I will say this about the Mountain West. I mean. The Mountain West uh, last year, I think, was a better conference than the Pac-12. Yeah, and this I year, do. I think it's pretty comparable. So, yeah, those teams don't have the same cachet as a UCLA or, or an Arizona. I get that. But in terms of the rest of that conference, it, it, it's just as good or better. Uh, you're going to see some pretty quality basketball. And you're going to see a lot of close games this year. Mark, I feel like we have this conversation all the time. and It, it just feels like the committee hasn't quite – caught up to the thinking that the Mountain West, from a basketball standpoint, isn't a bad conference. I mean, I know oftentimes the San Diego State gets hurt by playing in conference, but then it seems like by the end of the year you see some teams making some noise. So it will be interesting to see how fast maybe the people are paying attention to that. I want to ask you a little bit about Lamont Butler in our last one here. Uh, He took a big step, in my opinion, last year, especially as you got into the tournament what can we expect from him as really the, the, I would say the team leader coming into this year? Yeah. And you've seen that. Um, that's a good observation. You, you, you know, they, they have a little bit of a leadership void um, with some of the players they lost last year and he stepped into it and he's accepted it. He's embraced it. And he's much more vocal in practice uh, around the team, uh, much more of a, um, you know, less of a leader by example and, a, a, and more of a leader in the locker room with his voice um and then on the court i think you'll see a little bit a little bit of that too he's always deferred his whole career um he's been a pass first type of player just wants to play defense just wants to win wants everyone around him to be better and be be happy i think he understood i've had some conversations about being a little bit more assertive on offense and attacking a little bit more and so i think we'll see that from him i've seen that in practice uh when he's open he shoots it um, he can create a shot. Uh, he's not afraid to. He, he's been driving a lot and passing and dishing, uh, getting into the paint, getting into dangerous areas. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't think he's going to score 25 a game, but I think you'll see his scoring average go up. I think you'll see his assists go up. I think he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot more late in the shot. Uh, and so, he, yeah, he's going to be, you know, he's the face of the franchise right now. Yeah. And it doesn't mean he'll be the leading scorer, but he's the guy. 
I still love him. Can you just thank him for me? I, I mean, <laughs> and how many people have asked you to thank him for it? I, he's, yeah, I don't know how many times I've watched that clip, Mark, since last season, but uh, every time I'm I don't feeling, blame you. Yeah, I keep watching it over and over, and you know what? He makes it every time. That's the <laughs> that's the highlight for me. Uh, last thing for me, you know, Dutch was really adamant at the media day about the fact that you know what we are a power five team. And I, I couldn't agree with him more. The fact that they're not in a, quote, Power 5 conference. You just talked about how the conference is, is comparable. Do you think that message gets through to the people in college basketball, that the media types, not the people in the sport who know how good San Diego State is? Yeah, I think it is a little bit more. Um, you know, with the conference, it, it's, its national profile certainly has been raised the last couple of years. they got four teams each of the last two years. The problem was that nobody won out of the conference. So the knock was, well, yeah, they get a bunch of bids, but they can't do anything in the, in the tournament. Well, now you got a team that went to the national championship game. So that kind of got blown out of the water. And so that was like the last piece that had to happen. Um, but, you know, I think the, the, the ranking this year, number 17, that was a lot of respect for a team that lost five of its nine rotation pieces and comes out of the mountain West. Um, and so, it's getting there. I think people are starting to view them as, um, you know, maybe Gonzaga 1A. Um, they're not Gonzaga yet because Gonzaga's done it for a lot. But they're right there. Um, Gonzaga's made it to a national championship game, and so is San Diego State. So it's there. It's just going to keep coming, I think. Always great catching up with Mark Ziegler. That's going to do it for this week's shows. Wow. We'll be back at it again Monday. Short show Monday. Monday Night Football as always. 49ers Vikings baby. There you have it. This guy and his bang, 49ers. Bang Bang Niner gang. Bang Bang Niner gang. We'll see you guys Chris, next week. you got week. anything over there? Can't wait for the Bang Bang Niner gang. <laughs> I am looking forward to the Dolphins and Eagles though. I am. So I good. hope I will be. Okay. Thank you for letting us know. Scary. You're welcome. Good. You guys have a good night. We'll see you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.